Good morning, sports fans, bettors, and cappers, and welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Competitive Hedge Podcast. I am your host of the show, Kenneth Cotterell, and thank you all for joining me here today. This podcast is all about sports and the world of betting. We talk about results from yesterday's games and wagers before diving into today's betting slate, and we cap things off with our daily betting card. Great start uh, yesterday. I had a phenomenal day betting-wise and had a couple of of major milestones happened last night as well. So we're going to get into all of that today. But before we get into it, we got to talk about the folks over at Bet99, which is a Canadian sportsbook and casino that offers in-play betting, player props, a cash-out option, and many more great products. There are a variety of sports available on the website to bet on, including NHL, NBA, NFL, and EPL. Bet99 works smoothly on both desktop and mobile, and the mobile app can be downloaded from the website's homepage. Now, depositing and withdrawing funds is hassle-free with a number of well-known methods available to use so you know your money is safe and secure. The website can be viewed in both English and French, and customer service is available 24-7 with their live chat option. So go to bet99.com to make an account. Use code SHOOTERS at sign-up, and please gamble responsibly. You must be 19-plus years of age to do so, and if you have questions or concerns about your gambling, or the gambling of someone close to you, contact Connex Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. Also have the Saskatchewan number down there in the ticker as well, so be sure to reach out if you have a gambling problem. Let's have some fun with it, but don't let it control our lives. Now, we got to start with our betting recap from yesterday. It was a 3-0 clean sweep yesterday. Uh, just a great day on the college basketball side, and we got to play the video. Johnny knows it was 3 0 sweep. Toledo Rockets money line, they won by 10, so that was a nice plus 110 hit for a full unit. Then we had Tulane, came back in overtime to win that game over the Cincinnati Bearcats at minus 110, and then Marquette and UConn. Over 147, was never really in doubt, went over at 159. Now, we got to talk about the two major headlines from yesterday. The first being the Nets do not plan on trading KD before the deadline. I mean, regardless of how this deadline goes, I don't know how the Nets are going to keep this guy long term. I think the team this year will be good. Not Nothing incredible. They'll make the playoffs, maybe win one round of playoff action. But after that, once they start running into teams with two, three, maybe four stars on their team, then they're going to have some major issues. Um, But Katie, he's still having an incredible year. Next year, he'll be elsewhere. I don't know what they're going to command. Seeing what Rudy Gobert got this past summer or what they were able to get for him, I think that this is going to be a massive haul that includes five first-round picks for a guy like this. So definitely something to keep an eye on in the offseason. And in speaking of greatness, we got to talk about the fact that LeBron James is the all-time leading scorer in the NBA. He passed Kareem last night by scoring 38 points, albeit in a loss to the Thunder. Maybe a certain host lost parlay because of it. But nonetheless, you got to just enjoy this. I mean, this is why I'm wearing the Laker sweater. I don't think I've worn it pretty much all year because it hasn't been a great year for the Lakers. But we knew that this was kind of like our Super Bowl this year to see LeBron go out and break this record. Um, I don't think that they're going much further this year. I don't know if they're even a playoff team this year. But 
you just got to appreciate greatness. I, I know that today and probably for the next however long is going to turn into more MJ versus Jordan stuff, but just appreciate what we saw. Appreciate that it was in our lifetime. You know, it was true greatness that we've seen with, with LeBron James coming into the NBA out of high school, playing with the Cavs, playing with Miami. Now he's with the Lakers. The guy's been a great ambassador for the game. He's done a ton growing the game as well. And he's just been a phenomenal all-around player. I don't think that there's much debate that he's probably the greatest all-around player of all time when it comes to scoring, assists, defense, rebounding. He does it all. And so just appreciate what he did last night. Truly one of the greatest players to ever step foot on a basketball court. And we really appreciate being able to watch him do it. So with that, let's head over to the daily game slate. We got to talk about today's games. We got some soccer, some NBA, NHL, and college basketball. But before we do, let's play the video. Right, so let's start out with what we've got soccer-wise. It starts in the EPL. We got Manchester United, who are minus 193, taking on Leeds United at plus 550. United have renewed life, especially knowing that these Manchester City sanctions are likely coming along with it. And Leeds, they just fired their manager. They were in a great spot a month and a half ago, but they now sit 17th in the league. So they're looking to push and get some points here before they get into that relegation zone. They're teetering on it right now. I do think that both teams to score is a good spot here today. Leeds score almost a goal and a half per game. I do think that the post manager being fired bump is going to be there today, even at Old Trafford. So I kind of like Leeds to go out and get a goal, and I'm not too worried about Manchester United scoring at home either. So I would definitely play the both teams to score at minus 128. And then FA Cup-wise, we got Sunderland at plus 350, taking on Fulham at minus 132. Both teams are a goal and a half per game. So I this, again, another both teams to score that I like. I don't think that it's going to be an issue. We saw 1-1 in this matchup just last week. So it should be an interesting one, especially with Sunderland at home now. I also would lean Fulham money line. I'm always going to lead the Premier League side or uh, play the Premier League side in FA Cup. But I do think that Sunderland are going to score as well. So a couple bets there if you want to go ahead and play them. Now, NBA-wise, we got nine games happening today. Uh, we're just monitoring as per usual when it comes to these. There's too many injuries, too many guys sitting out for us to make plays this early in the day. Charlotte and Washington, no Oubre, potentially no Kuzma or Beal either. I wouldn't bet it anyways, and there's a big reason for it. I thought you were this worldly, sophisticated guy, but you're just a fraud. Yeah, a couple of teams that I really just don't like in the Eastern Conference, so it's a stay away with Washington at minus 4.5. Detroit and Cleveland. Cleveland are minus 12.5 at home. They've won three straight. They're also 22-6 and six at home on the year, taking on a bad Pistons team who have lost two straight and eight out of their last 10. No major injuries. It's basically just do you trust Cleveland to cover a massive spread at home, or do you think that Detroit can keep it relatively close with a very young roster? Then we got Philly and Boston. Boston's minus four and a half. Rivalry game here. A lot of game time decisions once again. Embiid for the Sixers. Then you got Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, and Robert Williams are all on that report. I would lean Boston minus four and a half, but not right now. Not until I see that all three of those guys are going. Spurs and Raptors. Tonight, Raptors are minus nine and a half. 
and San Antonio have lost nine straight games. Not that they're trying to win games. You got guys like Langford, Jones, Bassey, and Sochan. All are game time decisions, whereas Toronto, they're missing OG Ananobi, and they come in having won two straight games. I don't know if I like the Raptors enough to go and bet them to win by 10+, plus, but I certainly would take them on the money line if you wanted them in a parlay. Indiana and Miami. Miami's minus 650. Pacers have lost eight of their last 10, and they're not a great road team this year either, whereas Miami, they're 17-9 and nine at home, but they have been playing 500 basketball for the last month or so, so they have been struggling a little bit. Notable injuries. Duarte is out for Indiana. No Kyle Lowry for Miami and a bunch of guys as game time decisions. So once again, just monitor that as you go through your bets. Sacramento minus seven and a half versus the Rockets. Only Kevin Porter Jr. is really out for this one. Rockets have lost three straight and they're not trying to win games. Let's face it. So Sacramento to cover a bit of a steeper road spread is always a gamble, but it's one that you might want to look at. Maybe buying a couple points down to toss into your parlay. Minnesota and Utah. Utah's minus three and a half. T-Wolves are on a back-to-back with a lot of guys this game time decisions. Still no Carl Anthony Towns either. So I think it's a good spot to bet Utah if you are going anywhere with this game at minus three and a half. Dallas and the Clippers. Clippers are minus seven and a half. Could see the Kyrie Irving debut tonight, but the Clippers have won eight of their last 10 games. So this is a stay away game for me, especially since there's no Kleber or Bertans. Morris is a game time decision as well for Dallas too banged up to beat this Clippers team on the road or at least keep it close enough to cover that seven and a half and then Golden State Portland the Trailblazers are minus three and a half still no Steph for Golden State no Nurkic for Portland but the Warriors are only seven and 20 on the road despite winning two straight games and then Portland has lost two in a row as well and they're above 500 at home so I would look at Portland tonight not an official play but it's one that you might want to keep an eye on, especially if you get Johnson and Winslow as going tonight since they are game-time decisions. NHL-wise, we got two games happening. I like both of them, honestly. I like the Vancouver and New York Rangers game. It looks like we're going to get Shesterkin tonight and Martin. Um, Rangers have won two in a row, so they're starting to heat up at the right time. And the Canucks, I mean, let's face it, they're a bit of a dumpster fire this year, but Martin's been okay in net. I do like the Rangers here. Maybe you're likely going to have to play it in a regulation because it's minus 240 or even go a bit spicier and go onto the puck line. But as of now, I would play the Rangers. Even if you want to throw a money line into a parlay, I feel good about that one at MSG. And then you got Minnesota and Dallas. We got it at minus 130 yesterday. It's now up to minus 140. Play this one all the way up to minus 150 as well. We're talking about a Minnesota team that just lost outright to the Coyotes, whereas Dallas beat Anaheim in a shootout. You got Ottinger and Gustafson expected right now. Monitor that as you go to bet on your puck plays, who is playing in net, because sometimes these ones change at the last minute. But the Stars are also 14, 5, and 6 at home. They're a great home team, and they're taking on an average road team in the wild. So give me a Dallas money line today. Really love that spot. College basketball is where it's at today, though. You got eight ranked games happening. Um, no real, like, ranked-on-ranked matchups, but there is a lot of good games to be had here. And it starts in the Big East with number 23, Creighton, taking on Seton Hall because both these teams are rolling. You got Creighton, who have won six straight, starting to live up to their preseason hype, taking on Seton Hall, who have won three straight in their own right. 
they're just not as good offensively as a team. Now, Creighton, they're not a great road team either. I do want to back them today at the minus three and a half. It's just a tough road spread to really want to go with. One thing I would look at is the over in this game. It is sitting at around 134 and a half. So definitely keep an eye on that um, as it's starting to move up, even up to 135 and a half on some books right now. Then you got number six, Tennessee. They were minus nine and a half yesterday when we got them. They're now minus 10 and a half taken on Vanderbilt on the road. Both teams are coming in off wins, but Vandy is still a bad team. They're only 11 and 12 overall. Tennessee just fell outside the top five despite being there for quite a while. So I think that this is a great blowout spot. I think they're going to come in on the road. They're going to command the, the game with their defense. And so I think we're just going to see a massive blowout today for Tennessee, much like we did, maybe not to the extent that Alabama did to them because that was a 60-point game, but maybe 15, 20 points today, Tennessee picks up the win on the road. Then we got to head over and talk about number 11, Iowa State, taking on West Virginia. But West Virginia is minus three and a half, and it's a bit confusing to me. I know Iowa State is only two and five on the road, so it is tough to back them on this spread. But I just don't love West Virginia. They've taken so much of my money this year because I don't know where to go with these games. So it's a fade game, but it's definitely one that you might want to tune into tonight. I'm not touching Houston taking on Tulsa. I love number two Houston, but I don't love them enough at this juncture of the year to take a minus 26 and a half uh, at home. They've won four straight. Tulsa's lost four straight. Just still can't go in and bet a spread that high. Maybe would buy down some points in a parlay, but outside of that, it's, an, it's a no-go for me. Georgetown taking on number 20 Providence. Providence was minus 14 and a half last night. They are now down to minus 13 and a half. I hope to see this number come down even more. If I can get that to 12 and a half, then I'll definitely lock it in. But I do love the Friars here with that many points. Georgetown are not only winless on the road, but Providence are undefeated at home. I feel like they're going to win big today. So if I can get that to 12 and a half, it'll become an official show play. At least for now, though, we'll stay away. Maybe just sprinkle on it later on. Oklahoma and number 14, Baylor. Baylor are minus nine and a half. I'm definitely leaning Baylor here, but that Oklahoma blowout win over Bama just feels like it was so recent, but it was also so random. And so I do think that Baylor's offense is good enough to cover. I just don't know if I love it enough to actually make it a show play. But at least for now, I like the nine and a half. If it comes down at all, then I'll go ahead and bet it. Because if I can get it to eight and a half, then they just have to win by single digits. Florida taking on number three, Alabama. Bama's minus eight and a half at home. I don't love this Florida team, and they're not great on the road. Taking on an 11-0 at-home Bama team that's also won nine out of their last ten games. I think it's a good number. It's not one that I'm going to put out as a show play, but it may be one that if the line comes down a little bit, I can't see it going that way. I think if anything, we're going to see it fade more towards the Bama side. But if it comes down, then I would play it at seven and a half. And then to cap things off for college basketball, number 25, San Diego State taking on Utah State. This is a pick em. It's one versus two in the Mountain West. To me, it's actually the game of the day. Um, I really love this spot. I think that we could see Utah State knock them off. But at the same time, San Diego State, if they pick up a win here, then they take a commanding lead in the Mountain West. It's a pick em. It's not a bet game. It's definitely a tune-in, though, as a late-night college basketball spot. And so now we got to give you our five player props for the Super Bowl. Today's theme is centered around second quarter and halftime show. So 
This one isn't really second quarter, but I didn't know where to fit it in. It's the first coaches challenge. I think that the ruling will be overturned at plus 106. We got two coaches that are very challenge heavy in Andy Reid and Nick Sirianni. So I do think that they'll challenge at some point. And I think that they'll do so because they believe they're going to win it. And so at plus 106, I think it's a good spot. First half total, I'm taking the under 24 and a half. I would lean it because I think we're going to see something like a 13 to 10, maybe 13 to 7 as we head into the second half here. I just think 24 is a little bit steep and it'll be in the second half when these teams have worn down a bit that we start to see more explosive offense. But I'm also going to take the first half spread on Philadelphia. And I took them because I think that they'll be leading in that 13 spot or the 13 to 7 spot. But I do think that second half is when Kansas City makes their run and they come back and win this Super Bowl. I just think Philly will lead early because they have the more talented team. Then Super Bowl halftime show opening song. I'm going plus 300 on run this town. It feels like a really great opening song for a performance like this. So I think that's where Rihanna goes with this one. And the final song will be umbrella at plus 300. It's the favorite as well here, but it feels like the perfect closing song. It's probably her most famous song as well. And so I think that's how she caps off the Super Bowl. Hopefully will be a great Super Bowl halftime show, although some may not tune in as they do most years. So with that last call pick segment, we got four picks for you here today, but we got to talk about the great folks over at Last Mountain Distillery right after we play the video. All right, so with all that being said, Last Mountain Distillery is a family-owned and operated company located in Lumsden, Saskatchewan, the heart of grain country. Saskatchewan's first micro-distillery success lies in their commitment to producing high-quality handcrafted spirits. Their craft distilling process brings out the full flavor of the grain and leaves a smooth finish unlike any other. Check out some of their phenomenal products like their Old Fashioned, their uh, regular vodka, dill pickle vodka, they got a lot of great stuff over there. Support local and go and check out Last Mountain Distillery. And so we're going to rapid fire these four plays for you here today. 3-0 yesterday. Let's go 4-0 today and truly get back on track for the month. It starts on the pitch this afternoon. I just think that it's a great spot for the both teams to score on United and Leeds. Leeds will score with their interim guy, but so will Man U at the place they call home that is Old Trafford. So give me the both teams to score at minus 128 at a unit and a half. I'm also going to play the Stars money line for a full unit. We got it at minus 130. Would also play it at minus 140 where it is now. I love Ottinger. I love the Stars at home. Minnesota coming off that Arizona loss. I just can't back them today. I think it's a great spot for the Stars to keep on rolling. So give me Dallas money line. Then I'm going to play that Tennessee minus nine and a half. Would even play the 10 and a half as well. I just think this defense is going to be far too much for an underwhelming Vanderbilt side. They're one of the worst teams in the SEC. So give me Tennessee to win by double digits. And then to cap it off, I'm going to play Creighton and Seton Hall over 134 and a half. This is, was at minus 117 for one and a half units. And this one continues to rise. Expect a low 70s finish for both of these Big East teams that have been absolutely rolling recently. I think we see 75-72 type finish. So give me the over and let's have a phenomenal day of plays. Follow us on all of our social platforms at HedgePod. We have live plays throughout the day. We also comment on daily headlines as well. Might have some stuff on LeBron a little bit later today.
but really appreciate you guys for tuning in and we'll see you guys tomorrow morning for the competitive hedge podcast.